0: Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, December 14th and Wednesday, December 15th of 2021. And amazingly, we actually have some things to talk about. Some of them are not great things to talk about. Like they're not going to be the most fun conversations, Um, but other things were okay. And, um... Yeah, now there's nothing scheduled for the next two days. We'll see if things happen. Um, I expect some Christmas cards still in the next two days. Um, so I know the big releases are, like, Belgium and Spain. Um, and my guess is those will come out anytime in the next, like, three days. Belgium. Um, Spain usually releases them on Fridays. Belgium usually releases them, like, the third Friday in December, so that's, Friday. Um, so we'll see. Just fingers crossed there on some things, some new photos. Um, and then this podcast will go on a two week break for the holidays. So the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's, uh, well, like the weeks before those holidays, um, we'll both be off and then I will return on January 1st, um, with speeches and January 2nd and 3rd, probably with like the 2021 highlights episodes. And then, um, we'll see from there. <laughs> January's a long time away, even though it's really not, uh, it feels like a long time away. And I obviously don't know what the calendars are going to look like, but I expect to be back somewhere around the 6th. So we'll see. Um, so that is a little housekeeping. Um, stay tuned for more there. Um, and yeah, so we are going to jump right in today. We are starting with the Belgian Royal Family. So there. are um, has been no anything from the Belgian royal family over the past two days. The one thing I'm like still waiting on, um, and this honestly could happen over the break, um, is the Christmas concert that is held every year at the royal palace. Now I know because we're in a weird spot with the pandemic that this probably will be a uh, zero audience type of situation, but the royal family always does, um, like a brief appearance. So I expect that. Um, but I'm not sure, like, that's like a holiday tradition for the Belgian people. So at least I think, um, so we'll see if that shows up. Um, but that's the only thing that I'm really expecting of them for the rest of the month um, and hopeful for. Other than that, um, nothing new to report there, certainly nothing on the calendar. They do have an event um, next week, but again, we'll be on a break, So, um, but they do have an event. Uh, they're going to visit a charity organization. So anyway, that is the update on Belgium. There is no update, really. Um, so we are going to move over to the British Royal family. The United Kingdom. In the UK, it has actually been like a busy couple of days. Um, so mainly from... Charles and Camilla, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall. Um, they have definitely been the busier of of the group, really. Um, but we'll start with yesterday's events. So Tuesday morning, they visited um, the Wandsworth Food Bank um, to meet with volunteers um, and thank them for their work. Um, and of course, especially during the holiday season in a a season that is harder than, um, normal. And for the second year in a row, um, because the pandemic is still a very real thing and certainly, um, a little terrifying. Um, and so people still need assistance with food security. Um, and so food banks are, of course, just a little more relied on right now. Um, So that was like a little nice holiday visit. Um, And then afterwards, Charles visited a vaccination center um, in Lambeth to um, thank the NHS staff and volunteers for all their work in doing vaccinations and now boosters. Um, And so this happened a couple of like a week ago or so, but, um, Charles and Camilla both revealed that they, um, have gotten their third doses, their boosters. Um, so that was just a nice little thing. They also have sent out a message talking, like supporting, um, vaccination, um, which is again, not surprising and super important just due to the ongoing situation. Um, I, I shared on, Sunday, I think my vaccination experience, and I don't think I even talked about it on Monday because I was pretty well fine. Um, I was a little more tired than normal. Um, but then it's Wednesday. I have zero arm pain. Everything is fine. Um, I bounced back pretty quickly, but man, that first day of vaccination for me is rough. Um, this one was the probably the least rough that I've had, um, although the onset of, like, my specific symptoms, um, was faster. It went away a lot faster, too, so that was nice. Um, but yeah, that is what was going on on Tuesday, and then we get to Wednesday. So today, um, Queen Elizabeth held a meeting with the Sultan of Oman, who is on a, um, official visit to the UK, um, he and his wife were both um, at Windsor today, and then the sultan himself met with Charles um, afterwards, so met with the Prince of Wales. So that was a big thing. Um, also this morning, the Prince of Wales held an investiture ceremony at Windsor Castle, um, which is where the investitures seem to be taking place right now, So, which isn't that surprising to me. Um, because Buckingham Palace is kind of like being renovated um, because the Queen isn't in residence there, it makes even more sense to like do a lot more renovations. Um, and then I think the other ones are usually held at St. James's Palace, um, but that's also undergoing a lot of renovation right now. Like the royal, the members of the royal family who have their offices there. Um, Those have been relocated temporarily to, I think, Buckingham Palace. But then, of course, now with the pandemic, most of their staffs are probably working virtually, at least I would imagine. Um, So that is a little bit of, like, behind-the-scenes knowledge that I have. I don't have a lot of behind-the-scenes knowledge, and this is all public information. It's not like I have a source or anything like that. It's public information. You just have to find it, um, so all of the palaces are kind of just undergoing some renovations right now, um, which is pretty standard, especially, you know, for the older ones, like, it's pretty standard to have these renovations going, um, kind of on a consistent basis. So anyway, um, that is what was happening for Charles. Um, and then also today, the Duchess of Cornwall hosted one of her annual events, um, which is where she invites children who, um, are involved with some of the charities she works with, which are typically children hospice charities. Um, she invites the children to come to Clarence House, which is her official residence, um, their official residence, her, hers and Charles's, um, to decorate a Christmas tree there. It's a lovely event, um... Last year they didn't have it because of the pandemic and the UK had kind of entered like a secondary lockdown situation um, where you just weren't genuinely supposed to be traveling with other people Um, and so or like seeing other people and so they couldn't have that event Um, but they did something virtually I remember them doing it was it was really cute Um, but then today it was able to be held in person which I thought was lovely. Um, so that is what was going on in the British Royal family. Um, unsure of what to expect as of right now for the rest of the year. Um, we already have Christmas cards, which is great. Um, everything else will probably be next week. Um, Christmas lunch is next week, if they even have it. Um, Christmas lunch and Sandringham is obviously on Christmas. Again, that's a, maybe we'll see what happens kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it'll just be a lovely holiday season and hopefully we will see some more of the British Royal family, including some Cambridge kids. Um, and yeah, so that's what's going on there. So we are going to move over now to the Dutch Royal house because there were, there have been no events in Denmark. Um, However, there was an update today that I just want to briefly talk about. Um, So today it was announced, uh, the Danish Royal Household announced that Crown Princess Mary has tested positive for COVID. Um, She is self-isolating for the recommended amount of time in Denmark and until her symptoms are gone. Um, They are reportedly milder symptoms, which is great, Um, but she has tested positive for COVID. Um, which just sucks. Like, I hate it. Um, But anyway, so wishing her a good, speedy recovery Um, and obviously, like, being separated from her family is challenging for as long as an isolation period is. Um, And so just wishing her well for that and hopefully she can just binge watch some TV um, and not feel too sick. So that is what was going on, um, in Denmark. So I expect probably a change in Christmas plans, um, from them as Queen Margrethe was supposed to be spending Christmas Eve with them. Um, but I think it's a 10 day isolation period, um, in Denmark. So that brings us right up until Christmas day. So, um, at least officially I maybe expect a change, but we'll see. Um, what happens there. It's just really sad. Um, So, that is what is going on in Denmark. So, now let's go ahead and move over to the Netherlands. The Netherlands. the Netherlands, uh, there were a couple of events today that I want to talk about. Um, also today, and I haven't watched it yet. I'm probably going to watch it later tonight. Um, but tonight was the Christmas concert with more music in the classroom, um, that Queen Maxima attended last week. So that was aired tonight. Um, so I will probably watch that a little bit later, provided I can find it afterwards. Um, it's always a little harder to do, but hopefully I can figure that out um, and watch it. I know she like attended and I think she made like a special appearance of some sort. So we'll see what that is. Um, But um, that's a little update there. But then also today we had a couple of different things. So (laughs) if you remember in March, um, we had a conversation about the Dutch elections Um, because the entire government resigned of the Netherlands due to like a little bit of corruption, scandal going on in one of the ministries and, you know, just not great situation. Um, And so they called for new elections and those were held. And here we are seven months later. um, Certainly not a record of the countries I talk about, but it was a record for the Netherlands, um, today King Willem Alexander met with the informers, um, of the government formation who presented their final report. Um, so basically an informer, we've talked about this a little bit, um, but it was a year ago with Belgium. It's the same sort of concept, but we'll address it here. So this is basically where, um. the informers are are tasked with the negotiations to form a new government because these are multi-party countries that, um, if you live in the States, you know, we have a majority two-party system. So you're a Democrat, you're a Republican. We do have other parties. They have never, well, they have one time become like a potential major party. Um, but like they have never been where we have three parties in our government. We have two, and then we have a few independents, um, who typically lean one way or the other. Like they lean Democrat and then run for president, uh, as a Democrat, Bernie Sanders. Um, and then we also have like some independents who run, um, Republican and that's fine. Um, but they're, they're, quote, independent, so they can kind of go either way. Um, But, like, in the Netherlands, there are a lot of parties that get support, Um, and so they... Had to form a coali- They have to form a coalition government, which is the joining of like multiple parties to kind of come together to a discussion, and that is what the informers are tra- tasked with doing. And then, because of their name, they are also tasked with informing the nation and the king of their process. So today, they they've been having ongoing phone meetings with King William Alexander for the past seven months, um, and. Today, they met in person to present their final report, which um, is a coalition government and gives the current prime minister, Mark Rutte, a fourth term in office. So fine, whatever, I don't have um, a lot of, I don't really know him, I don't know his politics, it's fine. So he will start his fourth term. I don't know when that will start. Um, we will see what involvement King William Alexander has from there. Um, but really his job is very minimal. Um, he gets like monthly updates on the formation and I don't even know if it was that often. Um, but he got updates over phone and then the final presentation today, which was also delivered in like a press conference kind of deal as well. Um, So that was King Willem Alexander's event. And then also today, Queen Maxima had an event. um, So she did a working visit. So she visited different catering companies that were run like small business catering companies um, and the entrepreneurs behind that. And the focus of this um, was to learn about how the pandemic has affected their industry um, and them specifically over the past now two years. because in, you know, my head goes straight to a wedding caterer. I don't know why that's what my head goes to. I, I, it just does. Um, but like for a while, weddings were just obviously getting canceled. Um, like big, massive parties, weddings. Um, and then, they were happening, but they were still small. So, like, typical weddings, you know, and again, I look at this from everything from a U.S. perspective because that's the perspective I have, um, are large. Um, sometimes they can be. Uh, they're catered for, like, 100, 200 or more people. Um, I know 100 is, like, a small wedding, um, but, like, up to a lot of people. And, um, This pandemic has kind of created a very small wedding situation here in the U.S. Um, And which is great, fine, wonderful. And so um, I am sure that has had a huge economic impact on the situation um, for these small business entrepreneurs, caterers. Um, so wonderful pointing that out. Um, and so, yeah, that is the update from the Dutch Royal family. Um, there, they have nothing scheduled till January 12th at this point. Um, that does not mean that will be their next event. So that was their next event on Monday when I finished recording. And then they had things on Wednesday. So like there could still be some pop-up events we'll see what happens. Um, but that is what was going on there. So now we are going to go over to the Spanish Royal family. Um, but again, before we do that, just have an update from Norway, um, which, uh, is that Crown Prince Akun is in quarantine, um, in self-isolation quarantine situation due to exposure to, COVID. Um, I don't know that he has been tested, but he has no symptoms. Um, so his events have been canceled. Crown Princess Matmart is doing an event that he was supposed to do tomorrow. She's visiting a vaccination center. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, Crown Prince Akun is in quarantine, which is, uh, unfortunate. Um, but hopefully everything will be fine. Um, And he presents with no symptoms long-term or any COVID, you know, fingers crossed. So that is what was going on there. Um, So now we are going to go ahead and move over to the Spanish royal family, Spain. In Spain, the country that um, never takes days off, really, and when they do, I'm like, wait, what is going on? Um, (laughs) They had several events over the past few days. Um, So yesterday, King Felipe attended a lunch celebrating the 15th anniversary of the El Economista newspaper, which is, um, the literal translation is The Economist, uh, which we have in the U.S. We have a the economist newspaper maybe it's a magazine i don't know i've never read it i don't read the spanish one either um i typically stick with el pais for my spanish newspaper and like their tv station um and their tabloids because they're fun um but only like the royal section of their tabloids because obviously um, <laughs> But anyway, so I don't read The Economist or El Economista, um, but this was their 15th anniversary. Um, they, El Economista specifically has several, um, international publications. So they also have an El Economista in, like, Argentina, in Mexico. Um, I think there are, like, 15 in total, um, that all are publicized. So, it was a celebration of all of those. Um, I found it strange that it was a lunch, and then I remembered that we're in the middle of a pandemic, so, like, an evening gala, probably not the best plan. Although, then today they were at an evening gala, but it's fine. (laughs) So, um, anyway. So, they, um, King Felipe attended that and gave a speech talking about the importance of journalism and journalism, um, as the, like, touchstone for the nation, which is, of course, um, true in most democracy, um, free countries and also in non-free countries. Um, if you can find independent journalism, that's fantastic. Um, and so he talked about that. And then, Um, That brings us to today. So this afternoon, uh, Felipe attended the National Young Entrepreneur Award, um, which celebrates Spanish entrepreneurs who are 40 or younger, so you have to be under 41, um, which is specifically given out to business owners and creators who have um, been able to generate jobs and contribute to the country, um, of Spain in their work, um, because, uh, and it, if this was, so this was, like, the 18th or so, um, which Spain has pretty much been an, a like, economic kind of disaster since then, um. Spain is just, Spain is an anomaly um, that I won't get into, but like, it's a very odd thing to talk about such an ancient country because while the country of Spain itself is very old and has been around forever, um, this version is fairly new. Um, It is like, let's see, the constitution just celebrated its 43rd anniversary, so um, it's about that new. It's a new country, um, modern Spain is. So, um, you know, there are just weird things that go along with that. Um, and part of it is, you know, the job situation in Spain for traditional jobs is pretty limited. Um, not impossible, but not great. And, um, so something like this is really important to um especially for young entrepreneurs to create jobs and such um and contribute to the country in terms of like taxes essentially but also um like increasing employment rates and all of that um really helps the economy of Spain as well so that's a big piece and also just like um the culture around Spain um like for Spaniards to, uh, what is the word that I'm looking for the, the buy-in it's the, buy-in is not the word I'm looking for, but like to have people really bought into modern Spain is kind of important. Um, so that was this afternoon, uh, afternoon's event. And then this evening, uh, King Felipe and Queen Letizia attended a gala hosted by the Spanish Olympic Committee. I know it just railed on galas like two minutes ago, but we're moving beyond that. Um, still, Spain is also an anomaly in how it handles COVID. Masks are still required at all times, but like bigger events happen all the time. It's just weird. Um, but I'm tr- I try not to judge royals on the standards of me. Um, but rather on, like, the rules and regulations of their country um, and their appearance to the Spanish people. Like, I try not to be like, I would never go to a gala. Like, are you kidding me? In the middle of a pandemic, who would do that? Um, I think that, but I don't ever um, actually, like, judge them for that. I I definitely think that, but um, it's not a critique because I'm not a Spaniard. One, two, I don't know every single rule and regulation. Three, like, it's none of my business. Again, I'm not a Spaniard. So when I live there, maybe I'll have more of an opinion. (laughs) Until then, I do not. (laughs) I think things and then I move on. Uh, However, if they were to violate like their own country's rules, I may have an opinion Um, and do frequently. But Felipe and Letizia don't do that ever. Um, so anyway, they attended this gala hosted by the Spanish Olympic Committee to honor the 2020 Tokyo athletes, um, the medalists of the games. Um, so like they did a presentation kind of for each medalist. It was a very cute thing, um, to do. Uh, King Felipe and Queen Letizia presented some awards to the gold medalists of the games. Um, it was just like a nice little, um, way of bringing the celebration of the Olympics that you would typically have in the host city of the Olympics back home for people to, um, enjoy because these athletes had no one really there rooting for them. Um, it was a closed Olympics, essentially, like, a lot of people just didn't get in, um, couldn't go, families couldn't go, things like that. So, they were able to have this gala thing that was televised. Um, Aside from, like, the athletes and, like, the government officials and the king and queen, there weren't, like, an excessive amount of people there. There were still a lot of people there, but it wasn't excessive. Um so that was a really lovely event. That was the last event for Felipe and Letizia this week. Um we'll see if they have anything next week. Um their calendars only come out once a week. So we'll wait till Friday for that Christmas card probably this week. Um I'm thinking tomorrow or Friday, maybe Saturday. Apparently last year it came out on a Saturday. Um which I didn't remember, but like Okay. Um so that's that. We'll see hopefully a Christmas card soon. Um if we're back to the normal pattern, it should be a full Christmas a full family Christmas card. It also could just be of the girls. We'll see. Um So yeah, that's the update in Spain. Like I said, they have no events scheduled over the next 2 days. Um if things pop up, we'll talk about them in the episode that goes up on Saturday, but I doubt anything will go on there. So, let's go ahead now and move over to the Swedish royal family. Sweden. In Sweden, uh, King Carl Gustav traveled to Dubai to attend the 2020 World Expo. And if this sounds familiar, it's because a month and a half ago, King Willem-Alexander and Queen Maxima did the exact same thing, um, to visit the, uh, for them, it was the Dutch Pavilion to King Carl Gustav. It was the Swedish Pavilion. Um, so he officially opened it, inaugurated it, um, and then was able to tour it. I think he really only visited the... Swedish uh, pavilion. I didn't see any photos and I didn't read anything about him at the um, UAE pavilion, um, which is the host country, but I don't know. I, it just wasn't in the Swedish write-up of the event. Um, so he, I think arrived yesterday and then spent today, um, visiting. And then that, I think that's it. Um, but that was very nice. So Queen Sylvia was also supposed to go. However, I think she had a cold, um, no COVID, but a cold. Um, and so she did not go because of course, you know, as we are right now, anytime you're feeling under the weather, um, don't go anywhere. Like, let that be just, like, a general rule of thumb. If you're feeling under the weather in a time when a global pandemic is raging, um, just don't go anywhere. Like, don't be around people unnecessarily. So, she was able to cancel the trip, so she did. Um, so, King Carl Gustav went um, alone to Abu Dhabi to visit so that is what was going on in Sweden um, I think that's the only thing going on I know they have some other things that are like maybe happening on the calendar um, but they're not sharing about them so we'll see um, but that is what was going on in Sweden which brings us to the end of this episode um, I will be back um, on Saturday I will upload on Saturday I will have or I will it will be posted on Saturday. I'm recording on Friday. Um, Saturday and Sunday will be my last days on social media and online, at least posting wise. I may still watch, um, but I will be doing a lot of behind the scenes work, preparing all the things that go up at the beginning of the year. So um, stay tuned for those. I will be (laughs) my new year's day is coming back to work um so you know that'll be lovely and um yeah we'll just go into the new year strong but with that I will end this episode and I will talk to you all on Saturday have a fantastic couple of days bye